Hi, everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. Oh, I'm Emily. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Stephanie. Yo! Who's that voice? Hi, everybody. (laughs) Today, Stephanie is joining us as we discuss what it's like to make the return to Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure Parks. She and I have been back through the gates, and Emily and Zen will be returning later on down the line. Yes. So before we begin, we wanted to point out that at the time of this recording, Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure have been open to California residents only. California's yellow tier restrictions are currently still in place as well, which means theme parks are limited to 35% capacity, indoor dining is limited to 50% capacity, and indoor rides longer than 15 minutes are not permissible. And we have to talk about that again. Yeah. (laughs) But beginning on June 15th, California will officially reopen. And on that day, Disneyland, DCA, as well as some other California theme parks, not Sperry Farm, will Mm -hmm. reopen out to out-of-state guests. Yay! Um, It's also the day that the yellow tier restrictions end. However, it's unlikely that Disney Disney parks will immediately return to pre-COVID operating practices. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's take a quick break and then we'll share some of our experiences being back at the Disneyland parks in California. Welcome back, everyone. So pretty much every part of the typical Disney parks experience has changed so let's start at the top <laughs> with buying your tickets, which is now an adventure. Yes, it is. So to buy a ticket, you now go onto the Disneyland website and you first kind of take a look to see what is available because right now they are doing this thing where you have to have a reservation in order to go to the parks. And at the very beginning... I think when they first uh, released the first batch of tickets, it was kind of a nightmare and people were waiting for like hours. My sister was one of them. So major props to you, Lolo. Thank you for going through that hell. And um, basically you had to buy a ticket and then immediately after you had to go onto their calendar and reserve a spot. And um, some people did not do that. And so what happened was if you went to the parks without making a reservation, you were told, hey, you don't have a reservation. It's nice that you have a ticket, but you got to have a reservation to come in. So sorry, please leave. So that sucks. Yeah, um, it took me I got super, super lucky making my park reservations when I did. I only waited on in the queue for about two hours. Wow. Which was amazing because for touch of disney <laughs> i waited about eight hours for that Jeez. one all it was an all-day process so i actually lucked out on that but the whole system was just absolutely crazy and the fact that you previously had to purchase your ticket then try to make a reservation was completely crazy because I think everybody knows there's different pricing based on the the tiered ticket system that's Mm -hmm. in place now. So that was confusing. Now, thank goodness, they've changed it up and which is they've they've done what they should have done in the first place, which is how Disney World has been working for a long time. 
you pick your dates basically, and then you buy your ticket accordingly of which, okay, I want to go on this day and I want to go on this day. Okay. That's a two day ticket. And here's your, here's your two day mm-hmm. um, pricing because it's a two day ticket. But if you're buying a one day ticket, it depends on what the tier is. So it's much easier, much simpler to do it now. However, the dates are still full, but it's 120 <laughs> days. It's 120 days out now that they have reservations open. So that's more than it was before mm-hmm. with only like 30 days open. Wow. Yeah, before it was like you could kind of see a month in advance maybe or something. And then it was like, okay, mm-hmm. guess this is good. Let's try it. Oh, there's yeah. also the – And then um, you have the whole the, – The whole like you can – if you bought like a two-day pass or something like this, because this is what happened to me, uh, you you only have 13 or 14 days to use your second day yes. from like yes. the first day. Because I remember we were yeah. planning it and I was like, I want to go this day because we want to go to Avengers Campus. So it had to, that was like a limitation. And then we're like, but let's go to Disneyland like in May. And then I was like, why can't I find May? <laughs> um, nope. Yeah, that didn't do work. It. Yeah. Right. I yeah, wish that they had extended that. That's, that's how they yeah, get you. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> that, that is how they get you. I mean, that's been, that was standard practice pre-pandemic right. for yeah, a yeah. multi-day class. And I think what they didn't want to do is, because personally, I would love to buy, okay, I can't buy an AP right now. I don't know what the whole membership thing is going to be. Nobody knows. There's all kinds of speculation. (laughs) But what I would love to do, which I would be happy to do is, you know, I got a nice refund from my AP. I would love to take that refund and say, you know what, let me buy a 10-day ticket. Right. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. 10 days in a row, but give me a 10 day ticket. That's good for a year. And I can figure out, yes, I have to make a reservation for those 10 days. Yeah. That I want to go. Yeah. I have to do that in advance. I'm fine with that. Here you go, Disney. Here's my money. I'll pay upfront for the 10 tickets. It'll be the onus will be on me to make those reservations when those uh, reservations become available. If I snooze, I lose. And that's on me. I lose the money, but make the reservations. Give me a 10 day ticket. I don't care. Yes, I know I'm going to have to pay for parking. I know it's not an AP, but at least it would be cheaper than $154. Right. Every year. And then then if you want to go beyond that, like you still can get additional discount tickets. So like if you want to go 11th date, your 11th day, okay, Mm -hmm. it's a fixed price. You know, if you go, let's say 20 days, well, okay, if you want another 20, we can discount it. But it's not going to go back down to, you know, essentially you know, like a thousand bucks for uh, 300 days. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it does eventually kind of end up being. And yeah. I'd be, I'd be fine with that. I mean, I, I, um, I do miss having my AP and being able to pop in there whenever I darn well pleased after work, or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, go for go for a couple hours or friends would call and say, Hey, we're at the park. And I'd be like, okay, I'll be there in an hour. Uh, those days are gone. Unfortunately, I will miss those days. I miss but... them too, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think, um, again, I'd be willing to pay up front and give Disney my money now knowing, okay, I have X amount of tickets and they could cap it, you know, they could cap it at, okay, well, the most you can buy up front is 10 or 15 mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And then beyond that, then you're, you're kind of back to square one or yeah. something like that. That way they wouldn't have people abusing the system if you would. Um, but then they'd have a guarantee of, Hey, these people, 
are paying a certain price and they're going to be in the park these days. We can plan ahead for that. Yeah. We're still making money because again, okay, you know, and like world does that. So I'm going to world for the 50th in um, October. And it's kind of crazy because we bought a nine day ticket for, um, you know, all four of the parks essentially. And yes, I had to make reservations during that time, but the tickets were like, it was like $600 for each of us mm -hmm. for like a Whoa. nine day ticket because the more days you go, the less it costs. Yeah. So it was one of those things of, well, you know, buying a six day ticket versus a nine day ticket, it actually ends up being cheaper for the nine days than it does a six day because you get to a point where it doesn't matter and the pricing kind of stays the same mm -hmm. depending on how many days you go. So that would be worth it. To, now, now World obviously does have a time frame in which you have to use those tickets, just like Disneyland does. But again, if they went to a system like like what we're talking about here, I think I think that would work for most people. It, it would it would force people to plan ahead and not just pop in whenever mm -hmm. they can. Mm -hmm. Although I do see, you know, I don't know, I don't know that there'll be a perhaps a drop off in interest. Um, as far as people attending the park, because it's expensive now. So yeah. you're not going to have your average AP going once a month anymore, not at 150 bucks a pop. Mm -hmm. That's just not, that's but, just not feasible for most families, know, most people to do. Here's, here's the question. Now, the, the thing is, yes, I agree with that. But like the experience you have with this annual pass, you know, um, the thing is that you know, it was the value was becoming less and less and less because when I would, you know, the annual pass, I go there and it's like, I can get on three darn rides. And mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, you go there, it's like, oh my God, it's been eight hours here and I've been on three, four, five rides at most. But with the lowering of the crowds, possibly, then, you know, when you're spending the $150 to go in and if you can get on a dozen rides, it actually, mm -hmm. Um, the value it's could be in some ways a better value, especially for people like when we had annual passes, me and my kid and wife, we were going, you know, about no more than 24 times um, and as little as a dozen times a year, mm -hmm. you know, and those dozens of times we went, it's just like, oh, my God, this is such a zoo, mm -hmm. you know, well, that's how it feels yeah, like now, I, though. I, <laughs> Yeah, I I think I think you have a point there, Zen. But also, I know that Disney, especially um, in particular, Bob Chapek, um, wants to get back to full capacity. Well, full capacity is craziness. Yeah, absolute oh, yeah. full capacity. Like before they shut the gates, is craziness. So at that point, with a hundred percent capacity. I don't think you're going to have a great experience. I really don't. Well, mm -hmm. I, the problem even, is even with the reservation system. Yeah. Yeah. But with our right now, with all the number of, you know, like without all the annual passes, how many annual, we, we found out how many annual passes were out there. And that was, there was an intense number of annual passes that were in orange. There's in, in over, a, over a million, over a million. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And with a million annual passes disappearing, it's going to be interesting to get to capacity when everyone's paying 150 bucks a pop. Yeah. It, that's what I'm saying is I think, I think the hype might wear down, especially for the so for us SoCal people. Um, it'll pick back up again if they do stuff for the holidays again and things like that. But you're going to see people be a little bit more cautious about how and when they spend their money. And if also 
people here locally tend to be pretty much in the know of what's going on at Disney. So if they see the crowd start picking back up again and they have to make a reservation and they see how crowded the park really is, they're not going to pay that kind of price. And right. I think but, Disney, Disney is a locals park. So they're, they're going to, they know they're going to need to do well, something. It's just and don't forget, how much they're going to charge for it. Don't forget. The thing is that when prices go up, I'm certain merchandise sales go down. And, exactly. You know, I mean, so my mom like, and I used to buy a lot of stuff just because we were, we felt like we were saving money on using our passes to get into the park and not having to pay for parking and so like i remember when the casey jr train bucket like dropped and my mom and i were literally like hey let's go get that popcorn bucket go eat lunch and then go home and we did so it's right. like this whole so, you know I, I know he likes to say that oh well you know pass holders weren't spending money blah 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 uh no <laughs> well it I'm, just I'm, depends on the I pass think, holder yeah, um, i think yeah. it depends on the spa- I, pass holder yeah, yeah I, I, I think it does too because i mean when i go i tend to love to eat at the sit-down restaurants which obviously cost more and require right. reservation mm-hmm. uh we're not we're not one to just go grab burgers and fries like we we want to like sit and have an experience while we're there and eat, eat the really good food while we're there mm-hmm. so we do that and then merchandise too it's very rare that i walk out of the park and don't buy something right, right. so <laughs> but like like yeah. for example when when um you know there was a period that we didn't have an annual pass and the thing is that we went um with our friends and the thing is when we're going and paying 150 dollars a person we're like oh geez you know when uh, we're not going to go for a sit-down meal and the reason why we don't go for a sit-down meal is because we want to experience, you know, we don't want to take two hours sitting down or an hour and a half. We mm-hmm. want to be on rides. So we're much yeah, more likely to get the cheapest, fastest yeah. food, mm-hmm. um, the cheapest, fastest food, like a slice of pizza, just enough to get to the next, you know, so we can go to the next ride. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that, you know, it's kind of like you when, you know, people only have so much money. Um, once one thing goes up then spend savings you know people spend less in other in other areas exactly so, yeah and especially yeah. with local consumers too with local consumers it's just uh i think it's even you know like if you're coming from out of town oh they've you know we got lot they got lots of money um this is once in a lifetime experience we're gonna sit at the restaurant we're gonna buy all the merchandise because we don't know when we're gonna get a back. lightsaber get yeah. the droid get it yeah <laughs> but but if you want to go up to capacity and you want locals to come and spend money that that's you know anyways it, yeah. it's gonna be an interesting trick for everyone i mean yeah. to get the most money out of consumers going through the gates Mm -hmm. it's a matter of getting the most money but it's also a matter of return customers too so oh by the way um all the people who are listening to all of our listeners the reason why we talk this way it just happens we're all marketers (laughs) right (laughs) we we work in a marketing field so these are the types of analysis we do all the time (laughs) so like you're going why are they talking this way it's like because we're actually all professional marketers and these are things that interest us so sorry (laughs) that and and my boyfriend happens to be a finance guy too so we we have long discussions because he looks at things from a financial point well, of I'm view. I'm a finance which, guy too, but yeah. 
yeah. right? But but again, it's 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 the matter. And then I look at it as branding. Plus, I'm a huge, huge, huge Disney fan from birth. So there's there's all these things that come into play. But but really, you have to look at it from okay, what's the market going to bear right now? And right now, reservations are filling up. They're they're packing the park to the capacity that they're at right now, which is 35 percent. Um, will it be sustainable at 100 percent capacity? Will people still go? And if the answer to that continues to be yes, then pff, why bring back an annual pass program or a membership program or whatever if they feel they don't need to? Yeah. But when okay, so changes, everyone, we shouldn't go anymore. No one go. No one go. Only the four of us can go. Nobody go. Right. I no think one go. The thing no. is to realize that this even though we're why. saying like thirty-five percent capacity, like don't listen to that number and think, oh, it's going to be empty because it's not just yeah. the capacity of the park; it's also the capacity on the rides, and yes. so that has yeah. a huge, huge impact. It, it makes it feel more crowded. It does. It, Way it's, more it's rides. It's the fact that not all the restaurants are open. Okay. There's no people. There's no people eating Look. shows. There's no parade. T there's no magical. Tell, tell us about the rides. Tell us about the rides. Okay, are, let's get like to the every, rides. Yeah. Is is there like every okay. other per since you mentioned it, Jennifer? Sorry to get out of order, but like, no, 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 that's fine. Is no, like every other seat filled? Is it every six seat filled? It depends How does that work? on the ride. So, like for example. If you, I think if you would go on Rise of the Resistance, I wouldn't know because the day that I was supposed to go, the, that was the day that Rise of the Resistance was oh, down for the entire no. day. I'm still oh. very upset about that because we were trying to get my husband on because he didn't go the last time that we were there and managed oh. to get on. So, oh upset. my God, but I'm so sorry. That said, um, it's that your husband's was, fault. I know, right? Should have come with us back in March of 2020. Yeah. All of this happened. But, anyways. <laughs> So rides like Rise of the Resistance, they actually have like a plexiglass divider and then they're filling both rows. But other rides like Space Mountain, you actually kind of get your own car. So it's like they'll fill yeah. up either like one or two rows of that car. So it was just my husband and me what? going on and we were just in the very, very front and behind us, the two like rows behind us were completely empty and it was amazing. Okay. Do you know what would happen if you came in a group of four? Would they still split you up if they knew that? No. no. So if it was a group no. of four, it'd be like the first two rows and then the next row yeah. would be empty. It would continue to be yeah, empty even if you were in the same group. Ooh. You it depends on how many people because don't forget the other the other thing with Space Mountain is they weigh the vehicle. So yeah. I don't know if you've oh. ever been stopped and taken taken off the track when you're, you're supposed to go to the right and you end up going to the left and you have to unload the vehicle. That that part where you stop and you, you see that cast member up above you, they're, they're actually weighing the rocket because depending on the weight of the rocket is when they launch the rocket because of the speed. Because mm -hmm. the heavier the rocket is, the faster it's going to go. So that's problematic so they have to time it but um um to answer that question it depends on how many people are in your group mm -hmm. so if there's if there's a party of four they would put you together in in one of the you know has kind of two rockets connected if you would with the six right. people in each rocket so you have 12 total so they would put you in one rocket and then they'd put another party in an, in the rocket behind you. But if you had six people in your group, they'd probably put you yeah. just in one of the front rockets and somebody in the back. Now, I do want to get back to Rise if we could for a minute, because I did I was able to get on Rise. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yes, there is. There, there are two things with Rise. Number one, the, the vehicles, they do have the plexi in the middle. And we happen to sit in the, I've been on Rise twice since it opened. Um, the first time I did sit in the back behind the plexi. And for anybody who's been on Rise, that was really annoying yeah. when you're in the ride and the lasers are firing everywhere because it just, it, it's the plexi, it, it's, it's, reflecting off of that and it was just like oh this is this is kind of kind of took the kind of took it away the effects and stuff Mm -hmm. um the other thing is the queue so as you know there's a big Um, queue for rise most of it is outdoors but you basically bypass the whole inside of the ride and you bypass the the part where ray and bb8 are talking to you which is a a pre-show segment for anyone who hasn't been on the ride and you literally just walk right through that room so you kind of miss part of the story there, but that is to keep the ride under the 15 minute mark for the requirements of California. So that door, you basically just walk right through there and walk out to kind of start your your experience. So that was kind of a bummer that it wasn't there for anybody who hadn't, like for me, it was okay because I know the story because I've been on Rise a couple of times, but anybody new going on Rise, I think they would have missed out. Yeah. And then Emily, you were saying Emily. how do you book oh, the, yeah, that was, the pass? My bad. I didn't hear I couldn't hear Stephanie for a quick second. I didn't realize she was talking. But yeah, is it the same process for as it was pre COVID to book a pass, boarding pass or kind no, of No, it's actually changed it's actually changed a bit in that it's a better system. So pre COVID, you had to get your butt to the park and you yeah. had to be <laughs> checked in you had to be checked in and stand on main street like a fool fool. try trying trying along with everybody else and using all the all any bandwidth you could possibly use to try to get those passes the second you could now it's better you can actually make your rise reservation from home starting at seven o'clock in the morning Whoa. Which if is you're great. starting in California or in Disneyland, if you're in starting Disneyland, in DCA, yeah, you don't get to do it until yeah. 12 noon and then you have to have noon. a park hopper yeah. to do it. I was going to, I was going to get to that. Cause you do have a second chance to get, even if you're in, so we just had Disneyland tickets and we tried to get rise tickets at seven. I was on with my timer with everything like I'd done before. I couldn't get a pass that day and they were gone. They were gone within 24 seconds. However, (laughs) however, um, at noon, and of course we were eating lunch at noon. So when noon rolled around, I'm like, everybody shut up. I need to concentrate, you know, and I need, I need to be by Wi-Fi. And so, um, we were eating at, um, the uh, Cafe Orleans. And so at noon, I went on to get us to try to get us the second opportunity and get a boarding pass and was able to do so. So that worked out. Nice. What a process. Yeah. It's still very stressful. I hate it. (laughs) It's still still very stressful, but it's, it's, it's better than being in a packed park standing on main street and, doing that waiting game and then you hear all the all the all the cheers or all the groans or grumbles and then you have people like me who would if we got a later boarding time then we would just go eat or go home or (laughs) come back later when they called us Mm -hmm. sort of thing so then you'd have this mass exodus out of the park that disney was not really prepared (laughs) for because (laughs) 
the buses are still dropping people off and people want to get back on the bus to go back to Toy Story or take the tram back because they're leaving because either they did get rise passes, but not till later, or they didn't. And they're just like, nope, we're not going to stay and do anything. So that, that was a problem before, but but um, it's not any easier. It's just, I think it's more efficient though, because you do have two chances. Yeah. Um, that does make it really now, nice. Yeah. And you can do it from home. So then that way, you know, okay, I got one or I didn't kind of thing, at least starting out your day. Yeah. Unless it's down for the entire day and you keep hitting the button like, no, this can't be right. true. This can't be. I'm and then so, it is. I'm so sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> it's did, okay. you, did you get caught up? Did you get, you didn't get caught up in churro gate, did you? You guys heard about that? No, no I didn't. Can I eat the churros anymore because of the canola oil? But I was watching the oh. news like, oh my God, <laughs> I feel sorry for everybody. It was, it, was, it was some kind of supply chain issue. And so I think they, they got churros back, but now people are saying they're not the real ones and it's oh, some God. other brand. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, the one night, the cup, there are some nice things about the rides and this lower capacity. So we should talk about that too. And one of the things I thought was really, really interesting was going on Haunted Mansion and being in the elevator room and not one person recited the stupid like narration, which was fantastic. And you could even like hear the walls stretching, which was really cool. Uh huh. So yeah. I was like, "This is Whoa. amazing! I love this. Please it was, keep this." <laughs> it was it was amazing to not be packed like sardines into that room. Yes. Wow. Like you were basically like I forget how many groups, like maybe six or seven groups in there. In were there five. I counted five, five okay. groups. Yeah. And they had, they had the markers, like they had it taped off in like different sections kind of area where you stood. So, and then you had to, you had to exit you, they were numbered. So then they tell you, okay, number one is going to go first. Number two. Um, What was also nice too, is when you got down to the bottom in the elevator, you know how like everybody bum rushes to get out the elevator door so they can cram in the line. And like, sometimes you can even get cut off from your party that didn't happen because everybody was really orderly about it and there wasn't, the hallway wasn't filled. Mm-hmm. So you basically just walked through the hallway and then got on the vehicle. So it was really nice to not be stuck in that room for like 10 or 15 minutes mm-hmm. waiting with, you know, sweaty people. Um, <laughs> it, well, it was 92 degrees the day oh, that I yes. went. It was, I like oh, sweaty people. That was the thing too. You could smell the ride. The ride, like you know how when you're in an older house or an older building or something, it has like that. It's not no, necessarily yeah. like a bad smell, but it smells old. Mm-hmm. Like you could smell uh-huh. the oldness of haunted mansion, and it was so uh-huh. bizarre. I kept thinking, like, is this because there's not lots of people around, so I'm not smelling like normal, like there's people in here smell and I'm smelling the building itself. Like it was so weird. Did you experience that too, Stephanie? Or was it just me? I I, I totally did. (laughs) I totally did. And, and I thought what was really cool about Haunted Mansion is, is the redo on it too. They really, it really looks beautiful. I mean, you guys, the whole park looks, looks amazing. They've, they've really, they've really done some good things while, while the, well, They've done some good things. There are some problematic areas 
which we can talk about another time. But but for the most part, the park looks beautiful. They they clean things up. Um, but mansion looks great. It, it looks better than I've ever seen it yeah. looking. Um, that was good. And then, oh, the pirates. So, you know, we haven't smelled pirate water in over a year. Yeah. So <laughs> that's was, my favorite smell. That bromine. I mean, the minute we walked in, I was like, oh, we're home. We smell pirate water. <laughs> I need to go on that next time because we didn't get a chance to, and I was so sad. Oh. So I need I need my bromide fix. <laughs> you know when I'm gonna bring oh. a canteen and I'm gonna like dip it and I'm gonna <laughs> resell oh the God. little <laughs> bottles. You know, we'll put them in perfume bottles, you know, and we'll yeah, sell them. <laughs> authentic authentic pirate like water. That, oh my god. It's like that miracle water. Now you're gonna sell pirate water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm gonna start selling pirate water. They make they make candles that smell like that. Mm-hmm. I don't have one, but like bromide. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's a couple different companies. That, I, I don't that have one, but I know that they're they're out there. <laughs> I perused. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? It oh was the, so God. pirates. I did go on pirates, and there were so we had four of us in our party, and they put us in rows um, four and five, and then there was another couple. Um, in front of us and they put them in row in the first in the front row Hmm. so we did have another party in there but they were you know a couple rows in between yet small world we had our own boat but that's probably because there wasn't any line when we we went on small world very late in the day as our last ride and there was literally nobody in line so that worked out well um and so the day that I went, I went on the third day that it was open and the capacity was actually lower than it has been recently. Um, I believe what I was told was the capacity the day that I went was like 15 to 20%. Hmm. So that's why we were pretty much able to get on almost every ride we wanted to um, with a couple of exceptions. Jennifer, did you go on Indy at all? No, and that was the thing. So Indy, when we went, it was, um, I guess they haven't always been doing this virtual queue for Indy, but the day that Mm -hmm. we went, it was really, really, really busy. And so they did do it. And by the time that we were in the parks and we looked up the, um, the virtual queue, like it was completely gone, which was incredible. And they didn't offer no. you the option of doing any standby or anything like that. There's no fast pass. So I felt like that was kind of the way it went the entire day where there were mm-hmm. a lot of lines and they were all pretty busy. Like I want to say everything was maybe around like, you know, at least 25 minutes more closer to like 40, 45 minutes mm-hmm. or more. And so to go and stand in these lines in the sun without any fast passes really yeah. hurt it was just like like we only got on a handful of rides and we didn't even we had park hoppers and we didn't even bother going over to dca because we were so just like oh, i'm tired here find yeah, a spot in the shade mobile bother. order i didn't even bother with with a park hopper that day because i just figured a park hopper wasn't worth it the park was only open from nine to seven when we went it wasn't even open until oh, yeah. nine rip yeah. off so you you're losing out on two hours, but again, with with the lower capacity when we went, it was amazing how many rides we did get on um, during the during that day. And we had two two sit down meals. Wow! And we got on just about everything. Um, 
we did not get on Space Mountain, but that that wasn't because th- that day we, I got on it when I went to the um, cast member preview, which mm-hmm. was a couple days beforehand. But the actual the actual third day as a regular guest, we didn't go on it. But it wasn't because we it was because somebody in our party didn't want to go on it. So did it um, feel faster to you? Really- because like it felt insanely fast to my husband and me. Uh, what time did you go on it? We went at probably like 4 p.m. somewhere around there. That's why. That's why Space Mountain, it gets faster as the day goes on. It, it, it felt even on. faster than like, because we've gone sometimes like late at night, like, okay, last ride, let's do Space Mountain or something. Like, yeah. it was weird. It felt really, really fast for some reason. It could be. Hmm. You know what's really funny is because it's funny that you're mentioning this because I'm comp- comparing it to racing. But like mm-hmm. uh, the the thing is that the oils and grease start to warm yep. up and get get softer mm-hmm. and so smoother and they mm-hmm. become quicker. Mm-hmm. And so like and, and like when you're doing auto racing, it's funny because depending on the day, the thing is as the day warms gets warmer, the tires get warmer, they get stickier, so they go around corners better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it has a lot to do with um, temperature. And actually, at a certain point, mm-hmm. like if you're racing too much there's too much rubber on the uh on the road and it starts can get slippery greasy again but anyways mm-hmm. it's so funny that it, i didn't realize it got faster as the day moved on yeah it does the best the best time to go on it even though you have to wait in usually a longer line unless it's dead is is actually in the That's evening hilarious. because it's really it's really greased up and and it's so and much ready, fun at night ready to roll. yeah yeah, I like going on it in the morning though because I don't I don't like it's 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 one of my favorite rides and I don't like to wait forever for it though. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but you know I'll tell you, not having fast passes was crazy. Just having to wait in the regular line. That yeah, was, that was a whole We're different all thing too. Now. I know, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it was funny. You saw everyone on their heads up games and like it was it was kind uh-huh. of back to the old days of like okay, heads up. Everybody okay. get your apps out. Yeah, when we went, when we went though, we didn't wait. And I mean, it was it, it, the longest, the longest line we waited for was Snow White. And that was about a half hour. But yeah. other than that, we didn't wait in long lines at all. Snow Could White you get is on so Pinocchio? worth it though. <laughs> Could you actually get on Pinocchio? Uh, I mean, I on Pino- uh, Peter, Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pan oh, was like yeah. 35, 40 minutes, I think. Oh, when I was still there. a pretty long ride. Peter Pan. Long line. When I went, Peter Pan was 15 minutes. Wow. 15 minutes. That's when you It know. was insane. It was like, we did, so we did, all, you know, like Peter Pan, Mr. Toad, um, uh, Pinocchio, all three of those rides. We did all three of those rides in like less than wow. a half hour. Man, so and, and we And we got on Casey Jr. too, which usually there's a line for that too. But um, we got we. I went on Dumbo. I don't ever go on Dumbo. We walked on Dumbo. I love Dumbo. Dumbo was like a five Dumbo's minute fine. Yeah, but I won't. But I won't wait ninety minutes for no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. that's true. <laughs> okay, that's, I got a quick question. Um, it, Jennifer put together like an agenda for us. So the thing is, I want to make sure that we hit all of them. We did talk about buying tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about um, ride, uh, kind of like rides a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk about uh, mobile ordering? Not really for like food and probably parking. Um, do we have any uh, mm. suggestions for those two things? Yeah. What's your strategy on food? food? <laughs> what's the strategy? Bring your yeah. own. Yeah. For mobile or okay, so for lunchtime when I went, like because I heard already... that's a, 
big yeah. problem. It already been like kind yeah, of yeah. a bad problem. And so what I did was I think at 10 o'clock, I basically told my group like, okay, everybody figure out what you want to eat. And I would also recommend like go online and look at the menus online because not everything is available. So like if you're like, oh, I really love the chicken sandwich from Red Rose Tavern. It's not available right now. So like go online, see what is available and kind of like come up with a game plan ahead of time. And then, mm -hmm. you know, order for lunch as early as you can because those spots really fill up fast. And then if you can even like kind of eat a little bit early, it kind of helps too because there's not as many places to eat, especially in the shade. So you'll see like when you go there, there's actually like on the curb, you'll see stickers that say designated eating area and stuff like that. So it's just like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Sit on the that's, curb and eat. That's an, it's an excellent tip, Jennifer. And Emily, I know you're going soon. Just so you know, you can, you can start mobile ordering your food at like seven in the morning. The app is is open, so you can start start pre-ordering your food, and then you just select the time when you want to pick it up. Um, also, too, I, this didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend of mine who went, I think, about two weeks ago. It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and she wanted a Dole Whip. Oh, yeah. The park closed, <laughs> the park, the park closed at 9. At 2 o'clock, she could not order a Dole Whip. So if you want your afternoon Dole Whip fix, I'm just saying, pre-order it. Yeah. Emily, okay. The Dole Whip was insane. To Disneyland, it's, let me check yeah. the calendar. It's definitely after June 15th, which we were sad about. You know what? You may want to start pre-ordering now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just whip, saying. Get, ready. <laughs> get your Dole, yeah. Get your Dole Whip whip order I'm going right to now. 21st. A Monday. Hmm, okay. Yep. Yeah. It's about right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll get one <laughs> like, if I order today. Like, like Jennifer said, check out the menus ahead of time. Talk to your group. Um, you know, determine, okay, we want to eat lunch at 1130 and then maybe eat dinner a little earlier or later. Um, because again, the, the mobile order. Now, the other thing that was happening with mobile order when I was there, which wasn't very crowded is <clears throat> excuse me you had for dole whip which was only being served at the tropical hideaway yeah you had all these you had all these people who mobile ordered and then they're crowding adventure land <laughs> waiting for it oh my god so they're, just, they're just like lingering around and you know that area is tight to begin with right yeah and you have this, this line for indie and and a cast member with a sign that says line starts here for Indy. And then another cast member, not very far away with a line that, with a sign that says line starts here, but that's for tropical hideaway pickup only. And, and so it's like, what on, and this is an event. And then you got people at the bathroom and you know how the kids love to climb the rocks over there by the <laughs> bathroom. So it's it just like, we just walked into this whole like scene going on. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what's going on here. And it was crazy. Um, so the mobile order in, in a way it works, but in a way it's, it's really inefficient rather than just going in and getting your order. Mm -hmm. And then even when they say your order's ready, it doesn't mean your order's ready. Then you got to, you still have to wait in a line to pick yeah. it up, especially at Dole Whip, because they're not going to have your Dole Whip sitting out there melting. Yeah waiting for you to get there. Like they're not going to, they're not going to make that actually make that Dole Whip until you're actually physically there. So that's another thing. Yeah. It was, I want to say like Adventureland was really, really, really crowded feeling and also New Orleans Square. So like imagine how it was pre-COVID. It feels kind of the same. Yeah. Like 
I mean, people are trying to social distance like more or less, but you know, like it, it feels very crowded. Right. But then if you were to go to like, um, like I think we went to, um, what's it called? The Galactic Grill later on just to get mm-hmm. like a bottle of water or something. There was plenty of totally seating. empty. It was beautiful. Yep. It was like an oasis. So <laughs> you can, you could, the day I was there, we walked on Autopia. There was, they were, the yeah. cast members were, they were pulling cars off the track because there weren't enough people to keep the cars moving on what? Autopia. Wait, that what? never happened. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got oh. stopped uh-huh. and they're like, wait here for a minute. You got it. You got to wait in like, you know, like towards the end of the track or towards when you go in, they're all, yeah, wait here for a minute. We're going to, we're, we're going to pull this car off. So they didn't want me to get in line, like behind the other cars that were in front of me. They wanted me to stop so that they could, somebody could hop on my car and they were going to take it off because they had too many cars on the track and not enough, and not enough riders. Right. That's insane. I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, But like, yeah, like Tomorrowland was dead. Yeah. Tomorrowland Um, felt like you could actually walk. Except for Space Mountain, of course, but yes. the line is all up <laughs> up on top and anyway. So, um, yeah. And then, um, what? Else? oh, so it, getting back to Adventureland. So, you know, Jungle Cruise is closed right now, although it's going to reopen really soon. It's opening on the 16th mm-hmm. of um, July. Yeah. They're using the Jungle Cruise queue as the indie queue. What? Mm-hmm. Like so, it's extending what? all the way there? Because it's outdoors. So it's, it's, outdoors. it's, it's outdoor, safe. Yeah. And it, it basically connects. It connects to, there's just, you just Wait, is Jungle go, Cruise closed? Yeah. Yeah. Jungle Cruise okay. is, is doing their refurbishment right now, but it's opening up on July 16th. And, um, but when Jungle Cruise opens, that queue is going to be packed because everybody wants to go on the new Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. So, that's going to be problem more problematic for Adventureland. Although by that time, it'll be after June fifteenth, so the indie the indoor indie queue will be used at that point. But it still creates a pinch point in Adventureland, like it did before, with people kind of lingering around and stuff. You know, waiting for their party to get off indie for people who didn't want to ride. Or I hate to complain about this, but the strollers mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. that ha- that hasn't gone away. By the way, that is that is still a thing. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. And even even right now with with Mansion and Pirates being being their lines are all outdoors. And Mansion is better because you have the shade of Magnolia yes. Park out there. But like the Pirate line. Not when we went on it, but later on in the day, the pirate line was so long, it was almost down to towards the river and people were just in the hot, like 92 degrees sun. Yeah. That's why we didn't even bother. We were like, like, we miss it a lot, but we're just like, no, it's okay. (laughs) We're good. The line, but the line moved, like people said they only waited like maybe a half hour. Yeah. For that, but I'm a, uh, uh, a half hour in 90 degree, 92 degree sun with a mask on. I don't think so. I'm yeah. out. Like, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I That was the thing. Like, I kind of wish that somehow they had some kind of, like, I don't know, canopy or something that they could have set up. I know, yeah. like, they really can't. It's really not, you know, mm-hmm. set up for that. But, man, just so many lines in the sun. Like, bring sunscreen. Bring hats. Bring like, an umbrella. My whole family was using, like, these giant you know, like floppy hats and we looked ridiculous and like super touristy, but we didn't care. We didn't get sunburned. So that's the name of the game. So 
I had know? my friend and I, we had, we had our umbrellas. Mm-hmm. We, we just, and again, we're not blocking anybody. You know, it's not like we're, we had our umbrellas. We were using them for sun, not for, not for, and, yeah. and the guys were kind of laughing at us. I'm like, I'm not going to end up sunburned. Yeah. Right. Um, Zen, you had a question about parking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Parking, <laughs> parking. Parking, is a, parking is an absolute nightmare. Yes. Um, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna continue to be until they can get the trams and the buses running. And they need. They absolutely need to open up the Toy Story lot. Um, I almost Jen, feel like you should park somewhere else and Uber in. Yeah, a lot of people well, have been recommending that. Well, here's what we did. Um, the day that we went, we had we parked over at the Anaheim Hotel, which is across the street. That's what we were gonna do. And and they were already booked up, and I was so sad. Yeah, you have, They're to, already you have to get. What does that mean? Like, like they. Well, no, no, no. You have to go the morning, the morning of, but yeah. you have to get there early. You have if the park opens at nine, you better be there no later than seven thirty to park. We were. So that we was the thing. Full. Like we got there but really it early, full. and it was already full. So. I, it was just a busy day. Happened. We had a bad luck busy day. <laughs> well, and I think I think what happened too is when I went, the hotels it was it, the hotels weren't that busy because there there weren't um, people really staying in the hotel. Now now that people like from California have been driving down mm-hmm. from NorCal and 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 other places and staying in the hotels now that um, parking lot's getting crowded. But the other option. If the Anaheim Hotel is 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 busy, oh, there's a mice chat offer too. You can park there all day for twenty bucks yes. versus the structure that's twenty five. Now, here's another tip: you can park at the Garden Walk mm-hmm. and walk over, which is just down the ways from the from the um, Anaheim Hotel. You can park at Garden Walk, and normally it it costs you like thirty six bucks, I think, for the whole day. Mm-hmm. But there's some that if you call or text this number they will readjust your ticket and only charge you 18 dollars for the day <laughs> if 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 you call this guy joe knows right, right, right. And, and and he'll 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 set you up you know but again it, that's not a bad deal either because it's that's better. covered parking everywhere yeah, and it's it's a little bit more of a walk, but I'll tell you, it's nothing like parking in the structure and and doing that haul because I don't think the structure is that bad in the morning. But man, when your feet are tired and you've been there all dang day and you got to walk all the way back to your car and you got to walk murder. that whole tram route, uh huh. I'm surprised yeah, no that our feet. Like, I mean, it, it's funny because like, yeah, going there it didn't feel so bad, and it's funny you hear these like constant reminders. Like right now they play a little bit of. Um, hi-ho like this like kind of remix version of hi-ho and then they'll have like an announcement like hi everyone like make sure you social distance and wear a mask and blah 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 and so like but like hearing that kind of like energizes you a little bit so you're walking and you're like it's okay i got this but like as you're coming back and you keep hearing that happy music (laughs) you're just like shut up i'm so tired oh where's the tram so and when we went when we went the park closed at seven and obviously main street stayed open later for shopping and everybody was on main street i mean it it was so packed and they had lines to get in and out of the stores kind of thing mm-hmm. and then when we and we bought some things as we were leaving and so as we were walking out uh obviously we went to the left to go back to anaheim hotel but there was just this massive 
sea of people just <laughs> heading out through downtown Disney back towards the tram route. And I just looked at that and went, oh, thank God we're over here because I don't want to be with all these people yeah. and I don't want to walk that far back to my car. And then who knows where you're parked at Mickey and Friends. You could be on the top level in the very back, right. you know, and that's a hike even walking, even walking back just once you're at the structure. So and downtown yeah, try Disney the- was nuts too. Like we went there because it's been so long since we had salt and straw we were like we need to do this i love salt and and like it was insane just trying to get there like they actually it was funny so they're only limiting how many people can go into world of disney right so they would have like a line of people waiting off to the side like kind of on that ramp where you used to go up and wait for the trams and so then they would stop traffic and then they would let these people cross to get into world of disney and then they would start up like the traffic again but it was it was jam packed. You really could not social distance in that crowd. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah, downtown Disney is crazy too because that's the thing too. When you know when we went with the park at seven, there were people who were wanted to get food in downtown Disney because it was dinner time and they were hungry. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine how packed it was with people trying to get food there. Yeah, we we ate at um La Brea Bakery mm-hmm. for dinner mm-hmm. and it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. And they actually have a lot of mm-hmm. um outside table so it was really nice like they mm-hmm. did a good job spacing everybody out and stuff but did you have a reservation or did you just walk up we just walked up they had like a little standby line and um mm-hmm. it went pretty fast like i want to say um maybe it took us like not even like maybe five minutes like it really wasn't too bad they were doing a good job moving people but was it the quick serve was it the quick serve it was the quick serve was it the... okay so that's but, like the food was really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's, you know, again, either have reservations in downtown Disney if you want to do a sit down after the park closes, or if you want to sneak out there for a while and then go back in, if you can't get a, a sit down reservation inside the park, because I mean, don't forget there's limited sit downs in the park Yeah, um, for reservations and stuff. I mean, even you know, even places like Plaza Inn, they're only serving the chicken and they basically serve it in a to-go box. And then you got to just take it. You got to mobile order it and you got to take it and then you got to find a seat. Mm-hmm. So that's a challenge, too, because, again, you might be sitting on the curb like like you would be doing for the parade. Yeah. You know, you're sitting on the curb and there, there, there ain't no parade coming by. <laughs> so That's the thing that's kind of interesting, too, is that, you know, they are allowing 50 percent indoor capacity for restaurants for yellow tier. Mm-hmm. But Disney's like, nope, mm-hmm. we're just not going to have any indoor whatsoever, which makes sense. It's, like it's, it's limited staffing and, you know. Yeah, they, it's safer they've had, for everyone. It is. I mean, I mean, and and, and Disney's other- had it especially hard though. Disney's had it had it especially hard with staffing. They are really really hurting for staff because there is a lot of staff that's not coming back, and then the staff that's there, they're not exactly being well. How can I put this? So for staff to come back, they're not they may not be returning to their same location Mm. and a lot of times they're accepting the job but they don't know where they're going to be so they could be at a completely new location and then there's also the union the unions it depends on the union but but like for example the foods union so with the foods union your seniority is based on which park you work in Hmm. so 
your seniority, if you work at DCA, your seniority is based on DCA. If you work at Disneyland, your, your seniority is based on Disneyland. So it's not all of the resort. So if you're somebody who normally works at DCA and you have high seniority, say 10 years plus, and they hire you back, but they put you at Disneyland, you're losing your senior. You're basically down the list of, mm. of somebody who's over at Disneyland. So it's not resort wide. And then they're also making like verbal promises to people of, oh, we'll come back and, and we'll put you here temporarily. But then when you're location opens up again we'll put you back there which there's no guarantee of that so yeah people are worried about that um so it's causing a big morale issue and i'm not so sure they've also the other thing that disney did is they they reinstated their their um their attendance point system because people were calling out sick yeah and so that's a bummer too because people will call out sick especially on sundays and then the staff that is there has to make up for it. And that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, so be nice to the cast members a, when you're there, because they are having a rough nice go of it. Them. They are having a rough go of it. And again, you know, imagine, imagine working someplace for 10 years and then being told, yes, you can come back, but no, you're not going to be at, at that particular restaurant. We're going to put you somewhere else Yeah, and having terrible. to reach retrain um or you don't even know the cast members you're working with because it's all brand new mm-hmm. people right so okay hey we got fun. we got like five minutes we got five <laughs> minutes is there Sorry. anything we want to do to close this down any observation re- recommendations before we say um a walk goodbye to everyone it's it's nice to go there and it's nice to it almost makes you nostalgic for pre-COVID times. Oh. It's very bizarre. Like, go there, and but don't expect it to be the way that you remember it. If you have never gone mm-hmm. before, I would say hold off on going until all of this is kind of back to normal, hopefully at some point, one of these days. Because right now, like, it's kind of a whole different animal, and it's hard to navigate. It's, you know, a little frustrating here and there. Some things are really cool, like you know, hearing the creaking on Haunted Mansion. Like, there's some interesting tidbits here and there, but for the most part, like, it's kind of a frustrating time. So, yeah, be patient. I would I would definitely echo that. Um, again, I, I did feel the same way. It was super exciting, though, to walk back through the gates. Yes. That, that was an incredible feeling to just have that feeling again. But definitely pack your patience if you're going to go. Don't expect things to go the way that you you always thought they would. Also, the information that we're providing here, it changes daily. Yes. Daily. <laughs> so you, you could go, I mean, today, just today, event. this is the opening day of Avengers Campus. Guess what? People who go to Avengers Campus tomorrow, they're going to find there's going to be certain things that are going to change because Disney learns. They learn from what's going on. They see things. They'll try to improve things as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to us, it doesn't look like an improvement because we have to do a virtual queue for Indy. We've never done that before. What's this all about? Things like that. So pack your patience. Um, bring an extra battery because you were on your phone all day with the apps. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Um, don't, there's no lockers. There's, there's just different things going on. And again, come June 15th, 
I don't know if some of these things are just going to magically disappear when the floodgates open. We don't know. So it's, it's everybody's guess. Yeah. Um, don't you know, assume, follow, though, follow. that like June 15th means, OK, no more masks, no more social distancing. Everything no. is back the way it was. Disney's going to be very cautious because we've already seen them Absolutely. do that with Walt Disney World because they don't have yeah. the same restrictions that California has. But they're still like, I think they're still 35 percent capacity, maybe. Um, they more? are not. OK. Um, World World has been has been slowly increasing their capacity and upping that to where they're probably at over 50% right now. Mm, and towards as summer, as summer happens, they're going to, they're going to want to pack those parks because Disney wants to make up all the lost money from the last you know year that, that a lot of the parks were closed, but yeah, yeah bring your pace. You know, it's still the happiest place on earth. It's just different. It's just, this is just a new world we live in and, and, this is just how it's going to be for a while. And, and I don't know that things are ever going to get back to where they were pre-COVID. But if you Some want to enjoy something. Some of it is a little nicer. You know, I mean, like it's nice yeah. to have the hand sanitizing stations and the like hand washing stations. Like that's kind of awesome because yeah. people are kind of gross. And, so. you know, <laughs> and you know what? Eating at the sit down restaurants. Wow. I don't miss backing my chair into somebody because the tables are so packed in yeah. there. Yeah. You know, like a little bit of a little bit of room is a is a good thing, although Disney probably hates it because they can't pack the people in. But but I, I I'm kind of like, yeah, let's get a little bit more personal space, social distancing, whatever yes. you want to call it. Like if some of that sticks around, I'm good. If they don't pack so many people in that dang elevator uh, stretching room, I'm good with that. Right. <laughs> I don't miss having some little kid like accidentally grabbing my butt because they're right up against me in line. So I'm not I'm not going to miss the cast member on the Jungle Cruise saying, you know, everybody, everybody slide all the way in. You know yeah. what you call personal space. I call room for 20 more people. I'm not going to miss that. Yeah. So. But, but most of all, just go go and make the best of it and, yeah. and, and have fun and, and just go with the flow. That's all you can do. Yeah. that's basically our our recommendations and if you have any that you would like to share that we can share on the podcast let us know but for now that does it for this episode of main street uci thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast you can also find us on instagram and facebook at main street uci don't forget to send us your questions and requests we always love to hear from you Wow, I wasn't sure if you had fallen asleep, Emily. <laughs> I'm just like absorbing <laughs> all of this information. I'm literally like, like you, okay, do this, you don't are do this. still there. <laughs> like, oh no, my god, did we bore not. did we bore you to death? <laughs> no, she was just absorbing it. But thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California Irvine Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.